Your attention, please. <laughs> the Walt Disney World Railroad, now boarding for a scenic trip around the Magic Kingdom. Board. Well, Brad, we talked about it a little bit last week, but I guess as a formal topic, we should say that Splash Mountain at Walt Disney World and Disneyland is closing January 23rd, 2023, for its scheduled refurbishment to Tiana's Bayou Adventure. Which is definitely sad, but I... So I'm mixed about this specific announcement. Because it is sad to officially have a date, but it's also kind of freeing to finally have a date. Yeah. Because it like the what the the guillotine has been hanging for so long. It's at least now we know when it's gonna drop. It's been so weird because it was like they announced that Splash Mountain was gonna go away, and then eighteen months went by and no one at Disney even acknowledged that they had said that. And then, like yeah, six months I, ago, it was one of those things where we where we swore that, oh wait, they're not going to actually do anything. Yeah, it was. It felt like someone said, uh, "We're not going to do this anymore," and they said, "Yeah, maybe everybody will just forget." But then six months ago, they came out with you know this huge presentation with all these people about like, here's what it's going to be, here's what we're going to do, and then you know, I guess nine months or so after that, it closes. Um, I will be, as I've said before, very interested to see how long this takes. Because as we've, again, talked about before, Splash Mountain is made of concrete. And they cannot change anything about the ride layout. So it's going to be an identical layout. And just what they do, and I think I agree with you, uh, a while back you said all the Br'er Bears become Lewis. And probably stay where they are. You know, I I, I don't think they're going to do a bad job necessarily. And, and Claire and I were actually talking about this when we were on Splash Mountain. Our daughter will probably enjoy Tiana's Bayou Adventure a lot more than she would have enjoyed Splash Mountain. Because she will recognize Tiana. And she will, you know, kind of be more invested than... Because she's actually seen Princess and the, the Frog. Did, right. did you show your child that movie? What princess and I have showed her princess and the frog. Yes, that's what I'm saying. Like I'm kind of surprised, dude. That that whole when the shadow man gets pulled down to hell, it's a little scary. Yeah, she didn't really latch onto that. She latched onto the alligator playing trumpet more than well, I'm, like. I'm glad that's the what she latched on. Now I will say, as a grown man, the first time I saw Princess and the Frog that night, I had a nightmare about the shadow man because that that uh visual of his shadow detaching from him and climbing up the wall like that freaked me out and i had a i had a nightmare about it so i ian i maybe made a bad decision yeah but yeah uh she did not uh experience any ill effects from it but she will she will enjoy it more uh and I'm happy that Claire and I, you know, obviously got to go and experience it. Um, And we knew for sure, because we are, excuse me while I check my daughter's bedroom door. Yeah, she's still in there. Um, That when we go in April, 
that um, we will not get to ride it because we thought maybe we would, but now we know that we won't. So now we know that the last time we rode it is the last time. And so there is that closure, but yeah, it's, it's sad to uh, see that it's going away and it's very intriguing to know that they have said they've, they've kind of given themselves a 2024 reopening time frame. And so they've got anywhere from 18 to 24 months to get this thing redone and open. 24 months. Yeah. So I don't know. I just, it's going to be, it's going to be crazy. And I, I really hope they, you know, if they need to take three years instead of two to do it right, they do that because I think it would be worth it. December in the end. 30th, 2024. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so one thing that, one thing that did kind of surprise me with announcing this opening date was that they didn't announce the Tron or the, the closing date that it doesn't uh, match up with the Tron opening date. We had a really long discussion in the, in the line with someone who, when we were talking about that, like what's going to happen in those three months between January and April where Splash Mountain's gone and there's nothing to eat all of the people that Splash Mountain would have, you know, otherwise had in in the in the queue and i don't know i mean magic kingdom is just going to be i think a little more unwieldy in those three months yeah suddenly those those genie plus reservations are going to be a little bit harder to come by yeah and those lines are going to be a little bit longer because i don't think they're going to suddenly stop you know start letting less people in as a result of it i mean maybe they maybe they will maybe it will be the park passes that will be harder to get but I think it's more likely that just the lines are going to be longer for that yeah. for that period of time, which so, is, I mean, unfortunate, especially especially when you consider that part of that period is spring break. Yeah. What I have heard is that the Tron team initially said Tron would open January. And so the Splash Mountain team or whoever started to neglect some necessary upkeep because they knew Splash was going to close in January, which, you know, the show lighting, some of the animatronic stuff, these logs that seem to be, you know, filling with water monthly or whatever, like some amount of upkeep was stopped because they knew that Tron was going to open in January and they could close Splash Mountain in January. Then the news so, comes out. So that, save every dollar you can. You right. just don't quite do everything. Then the news comes out that Tron's not opening until April. And at that point, the splash team goes, we cannot stay open until April. The, the, you can't, you know, put the toothpaste back in the tube at this point. We've neglected it so much that it would take us months to kind of keep it up or whatever. So I, I have heard at least that that is the reason that uh, or more likely they said here's the dollar amount right to get it up back up to where it can last till april with the time frame that we have to you know between now and when we kind of expected we were going to shut down and the you know higher ups looked at it and went "Uh -uh, not worth it we'll just we'll just let people suffer for a couple uh, you know and suffer like we'll let people deal with it for a couple of months right so yeah, I, I imagine that just that 12 weeks is going to be really rough in the Magic Kingdom because 
Splash Mountain, the queue is very long. I mean, that queue eats a lot of people. And to have them to have them just out and about or in, in queues for other stuff is going to be a lot. And then when Tron opens, obviously that queue is going to be inundated. And I guess they'll probably do a virtual queue for that. But uh, Tron will will help in the in the intervening you know 18 months or whatever while splash is still closed but yeah that that three months will be interesting yeah i'm i'm kind of bummed about this news from the perspective of we were kind of talking about a a final trip you know with our with our youngest still being able to get in for free in february because that felt like a good time where temperatures would be you know, better. It's before spring break, but now I'm looking at it like I don't really want to go in February because Splash will have already been closed and Tron won't be open yet. And so now February kind of feels like a no man's land to me, you know, as somebody who, and yes, I probably, if, if we were actually going to do it, probably should have already been buying and planning and all those sorts of things. But I just, I don't, like it now i'm looking at it going okay so you can't do february not going to do march because spring break and still having this problem april's going to be right as as tron opens maybe early may would be what we'd consider but by then you're starting getting higher temperatures again yeah congratulations disney you ruined our you ruined my plans (laughs) thanks a lot thanks Iger. oh wait wait thanks jpeg somehow somehow this is still his fault right always forever but yeah it's i don't know i guess i guess we'll see but yeah that's the the news is that there's going to be three months where both splash and tron are closed but in other news um disney has announced that harmonious is one of the things that will be what did they call it oh man i wish i i wish i had blowing away glowing away when the 50th uh, celebration ends meaning that the barges hopefully they haven't said this but hopefully meaning the barges will be uh, transitioning out of world showcase lagoon at the end of the 50th celebration which will be in march man i i hope that they i hope they don't remove the barges i hope that they have one final showing of harmonious and at the end the best fireworks spectacular you could ever have as they fire off charges from each barge and just sink them right there as they forever say, be remembered and in the in the in Walt's original idea for Epcot as this prototype community of tomorrow we are announcing that we're going to create artificial coral reefs in the world showcase lagoon and in here we go and all the barges explode and sink and sit at the bottom of world showcase lagoon and all of the wonderful fishies and whatever live down there and and everyone gets told you know make it work or you'll end up with the barges you'll be sleeping <laughs> Sleep you'll be barges. sleeping with the barges <laughs> man i'm i'm so happy to, you know, I, I know that this has been rumored for a bit now, but I'm so happy to hear this officially announced. And 
I've I've heard people saying, well, you know, it was it was just there for the fit. There was no way that no. this was just for the fiftieth. No, like the amount of money that they sunk into creating these barges and everything. This was this was planned and just so poor. I don't I don't know what all happened behind the scenes, but a lot of stuff went really wrong. And they said, well, we just don't have another option, so we're just going to have to make it work. Oh, the barges can't be removed during the day? Well, we're just going to have to make it work. Oh, we can't do the the fountain thing during the day? Well, we're just going to have to make it work. Oh, you know, it looks like garbage? Well, we're just going to have to make it work. I I feel like that was the what the the battle cry of the of the harmonious team. <laughs> we just have to make it work. And thank goodness there's going to come a time when they just don't have to make it work anymore. And there is there is a little part of me, I will admit, that is frightened that because I remember the wand, okay? And there's a little part of me that's frightened that they're going to say, you know what, it costs too much to remove the barges. And so they'll just design the next show to also involve those stupid barges. No way. But I'm going to choose to believe that they know that it's such a bad idea that they will get them out of there. I I say no way, Jose, that that well, happens. I, I agree, but I do think there is a greater than 0% chance that it could happen. Not a not a high percentage, but there is a there is a chance that they could that they could say something like that and I don't know any way that they could spin that. But some here, here's what I'll say. Somebody is looking at it, trying to figure out a way to make it work because it, it makes better financial sense to use these barges that we spent all this money on if there's some way of using them. How about that? I Dude, guess, maybe they I could guess... add, if they could if they could make the barges you know functional so that they could actually you know uh, use them as boats, like drive them around and stuff. They could be <laughs> added. They could be added to the uh, to the electrical water pageant thing. Or you know they just they just take them over to Seven Seas and every night as they do that thing at Magic Kingdom. The end of that show just got really cool. Because they've got these big screens and and water shooting out all over the place. I think the only way that they keep the barges is if they remove the center one. If they if it's going to cost if it's going to be cost prohibitive to remove the barges, I think the only way that they keep them is to remove the middle one. If they can remove the ring and leave the you know whatever taco barges, whatever we want to call them. I think that's fine because yes, they're huge, but the the middle ring is just so obtrusive that it that one is awful. The other ones are manageable, so if they if they can just get rid of the middle one, like worst case scenario, that's the only one that goes away. I think that's that's fine. But man, that middle one is enormous. I'm not I'm not accepting any half steps here. <laughs> the barges, all the barges need to be gone. The ta- the ring may be the most egregious, but those taco barges are still horrible. And they still just they screw up a beautiful like water area. Truly. 
and they should not be there. Pictures do I not want, do it I justice. I want it back the way. No, 100% they do not. And pictures look horrible. But when you're actually there in person and you realize just how every time you look out there on the lagoon, that's what you see. Well, in the in the entrance to World Showcase Lagoon, or the entrance to World Showcase, when you're walking from former future world into World Showcase. Epcot Celebration Area or something like that? I don't know. Whatever, whatever it's called now. You... I understand you can technically see through the ring. I get it. But you can't because it's so big and bulky that it might as well be opaque. You know, you can see through the ring, but all you see is the ring. Yeah. You it don't see as, what's on the other side. It might of the as ring. well be a, 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 you know, huge dish or something because it's just so huge. So, yeah, I think if they can get rid of any any part of that middle one. It's a win, but my my actual prediction is that they all go away because it's not worth the negative PR of keeping them around. Even if it is cost prohibitive, they'll just eat that cost and move on. That's From another your lips. That's to, to Iger's ears. That's, that's all I'm another. Say. I was just about to say that's another easy Iger win. The way that we've been saying that, um, uh, DME not DME, um, park reservations. And uh, park hopping are two super easy things that he can get rid of and, you know, take the take the W on. That's another one. Just say, you know what, if it's going to cause, you know, let's throw away this money we spent on these barges, but everybody's going to love it. And this really is going to bring back a little bit of public, uh, you know, happiness and stuff. I think it's worth that for whatever it costs. Especially in this time of CE of weird CEO transition and all this like just uncertainty in the company, it it seems like it's worth to it's worth it to make a make a big change like that. Again, I, I really hope that's that's what happens, but I'm 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 gun shy <laughs> at this point. So Jeremy, the next thing that you have on our list I have I have not read about it, but apparently there's a loose item policy for Space Mountain. Yeah, so the the people who, you know, make the decisions about what you can and can't take on roller coasters apparently are a bit behind on our podcast and have not or have just now heard the episode where you talked about losing your phone on Space Mountain. And so they have now instituted a no loose items policy where everything you have on you has to be in a pocket, in a good pocket, in a secure pocket um, for Space Mountain. But there was a there was a world where I thought that a hoodie pocket was a secure pocket. The only thing hoodie pockets are secure for is your hands. I know, but <laughs> I thought it was secure, man. <laughs> I just, I, man, I I, just wanted to take this opportunity to dunk on you, you know, what, four years later. Yes. To, to remind me about how I lost all those videos and pictures that my, that my wife is so upset over, uh, was so upset over then, you know, now she can, she can hear me say something about it and relive it all over again. Thanks, Jeremy. Ruining my marriage one story at a time. I forgot to mention it last week, but um, when Claire and I rode Soren 
there was a guy who was in the Soren Theater, like just digging through the um, under, like the the little pouches under the seats in our row, and we were like just standing there waiting for him to leave. And the cast member was like, "Sir, you have to leave. You can go to the front desk, you know, and they and they will if they find your phone, they will tell you." And he was like, uh, fine, whatever. And he left. And then when our Soren show ended, he comes back in the exit doors and continues looking for his phone. And apparently, come to find out, this guy had been doing this for like seven Soren shows. He just keeps waiting outside the exit doors. And then as soon as they open, he runs back in and looks for his phone. Um, and finally, in our show, somebody yelled, use your watch. And so he started spamming the ping button on his Apple Watch to get his phone to make noise for him. Right. And he finally found it because of that. But I just thought it was really funny that this dude was clearly irritating all the cast members because when the exit doors opened, he ran back in. And it wasn't even on the row he'd been looking in. He kept apparently running back in, looking in the same row, and it was in the row behind. So he didn't even remember what row he was in. But... He had been there. He'd been doing it so much that the cast members were starting to understand that he was just going to keep coming back in and they were getting irritated with him every time he did it. Understandably so, because they're trying to, you know, they have a certain time that they're trying to hit to get the last show unloaded and the new right. show loaded. And people are waiting to to get in their row because they see this dude doing this. And, and we yeah, were in the I middle. Get, I get how that could be really frustrating. We were in the middle mechanism. I don't know what the actual name for that is. And we did have to stand there and wait for, you know, probably a minute. Which is a long time when it comes to, you know, people waiting in line and stuff. So A minute is an eternity for Soren because all of the other ones, the left and the right one and rows one and three of the middle uh, mechanism, I don't know, were seated. And we were row two and we had to sit there and wait. Um, and finally he left, but yeah, I just, yeah, thought just that, that I want to, I want to know how silly he felt when he, re when he remembered, cause the very first thing I thought was, was it an iPhone? Did you, do you have an Apple watch? Do you have anyone else in your family with an iPhone that you can use? Find my, you know, mm -hmm. cause you can also start pinging it like they're a method. And trust me, I know because I use those exact same methods yeah. when my phone was on space mountain and i was pinging it like crazy because i'm like hopefully you know someone like after the park closed i started pinging because i'm like hopefully someone will be walking the track or whatever and they'll hear it going off and they'll find it and you know didn't happen here's a and here's a pro tip i still for, i still miss that phone for apple watch users if you hold the ping button down it flashes the flashlight too yes yeah which then gives you another way of finding it, assuming that it's not, you know, flashlight side down, in which case it does nothing. But right. at least you tried. So congratulations. Too little, too late. <laughs> Space Mountain policy. And again, I the, the very sad part about this is they would if they had had this policy when that happened to me, I still wouldn't have been saved because I'd have been like, oh, my phone is secure. It's in my hoodie pocket. It's in like my pocket, dumb -dumb. bro. Yeah. You guys said put it in a pocket. I put it in a pocket. Well, I think that'll do it for this episode. You can follow us on Twitter at MTM Podcast. You can like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash MTM Podcast. You can visit us on the web at missingthemouse.co. We'll be back next week with a brand new episode. Until then, have a nice day. Bye.